0: Hello and welcome to this recorded service for Sunday the 20th of December 2020. This is the fourth Sunday of Advent. My name is Peter Walker. Today's service includes readings by Alan Stephen and prayers by Judith Meehan, as well as the recorded music by the St Martin's Singers. Our Gospel reading today focuses on the Annunciation to Mary, And we begin with the hymn, The Angel Gabriel from Heaven Came. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these on these two commandments Hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Lord, have mercy. When the Lord comes, he will bring to light things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Therefore, in the light of Christ, let us confess our sins. Lord, our God, in our sin... We have avoided your call. Our love for you is like a morning cloud, like the dew that goes away early. Have mercy on us. Deliver us from judgment. Bind up our wounds and revive us in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. May the God of love bring us back to himself, forgive us our sins and assure us of his eternal love in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect. God, our Redeemer, who prepared the Blessed Virgin Mary to be the mother of your Son, grant that, as she looked forward for his coming as our Saviour, so we may be ready to greet him when he comes again as our Judge, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen.
1: The Old Testament reading is taken from 2 Samuel 7. After the king was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, He said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am living in a palace of cedar, while the ark of God remains in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord is with you. That night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought the Israelites up out of Egypt to this day. I have been moving from place to place with a tent as my dwelling. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites... Did I ever say to any of their rulers, whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now then, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture, and from following the flock, to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name great, like the names of the greatest men of the earth. And I will provide a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, so that they can have a home of their own, and no longer be disturbed." Wicked people shall not oppress them any more as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. Your house and your kingdom shall endure for ever before me. Your throne shall be established for ever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hear the gospel of our Lord according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. In the sixth month... Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob for ever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
0: The Greeks came to Philip and said, we would see Jesus. Lord, we ask that we would see more of Jesus too. In our hearts, may we trust him more as your spirit speaks to us today. Amen. This morning's gospel is very familiar to many of us most famous perhaps as the fifth reading in the famous King's College service of Nine Lessons and Carols. It is the Annunciation, in other words the announcement to Mary by the angel Gabriel that she has been chosen to be the mother to Jesus the Messiah. Because of these famous Christmas associations it's Probably a reading that we are very comfortable with. But perhaps it is just a little bit too familiar. Perhaps it fades into the background somewhat. Perhaps we do not often stop and think about its meaning. Let us do just that for a little while this morning and ask the question why is this passage important? What message? might it contain for us today? Looked at, I think the first striking point in this story is the fulfilment of ancient prophecy. Another of the familiar carol service readings is the prophecy of Isaiah, written about 600 years before this. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. It was written long beforehand, but now Gabriel goes to a virgin called Mary, saying you will give birth to a son. Indeed, the angel says he will be the son of God. Now, if the son of God is born here on this planet, it's reasonable to say that God is with us. Emmanuel. Indeed, we can see other prophecy fulfilled in the same story. Mary is engaged to be married to Joseph, who is a descendant of the great King David. And our first reading described events 950 years before Jesus, when that King David was promised by God through the prophet Nathan that his royal house would last forever. It didn't last forever in a political sense, but if Jesus is counted as a descendant of David, which the Jews would certainly do since Joseph brought up Mary's child as his own, if Jesus is a descendant of David and Jesus, raised to life at Easter, is alive today and forever, then we can truly say there will always be a king alive descended from King David. In other words, King Jesus. Thirdly, the name of Mary's son is Jesus. Now, Jesus is a familiar enough name. It's equivalent to our modern day Joshua. But in origin, the name comes from the Hebrew and could be roughly translated as God to the rescue or God saves. This too is a frequent promise in the Old Testament. For instance, Jeremiah wrote, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. In his days Judah will be saved and Israel live in safety. This is the name by which he'll be called, the Lord our righteous savior the lord our savior surely expresses the same thing as god saves jesus all these and so many more prophecies are fulfilled in jesus coming and there are a number of fundamental truths expressed here firstly that god himself has come to rescue humanity. And secondly, that God keeps his ancient promises. In times like these today, facing an uncertain Christmas without the friends and families we'd like to see, I think we all need to grasp these truths afresh. Because our ultimate meaning and purpose in our lives is not our hobbies, our parties, our friends or our family. It's not the size of the Christmas turkey or celebration that we can manage. Our ultimate meaning and purpose is found in only one place, in Jesus Christ. This message that God himself loves us and has intervened on our behalf To save us is worth more than any Christmas party. While I may be hopeful, scientifically, personally, that the pandemic will pass next year, I do not know that any more than anybody else does. But what this passage reminds me is that God is, by his very nature, faithful to his promises He has been faithful in the past. He will go on being faithful in the future. He kept his promises to Israel. He will keep his promises to us too. So he will forgive us our sins in Jesus. He does love us and he's shown us that in Jesus. He will grant us eternal life in Jesus He does hear and answer prayer through Jesus. I know it can be very hard to hold on to important truths like this. Uh, Frankly, we grieve because we may not be able to hug loved ones this Christmas. But God has not changed. We have fears and questions as the future is even more uncertain than usual. But God does not change. St Paul faced greater hardships than we do when he wrote, I know whom I have believed, and I'm convinced he's able to take care of what I have entrusted to him. So the importance of our Gospel reading this morning is that it reminds us again that when God makes a promise, he will keep that promise. You can trust him with your whole life because God has come to rescue humanity. Amen. This next piece of music is Light of the World, A child is born. Christ has come our life to share.
2: us pray, but first let us have a short time to place ourselves in God's hands in prayer. Heavenly Father, in this time before Christmas, when we should be busy making preparations to celebrate the birth of your Son, Jesus, in a stable in Bethlehem, we bring to you in prayer our thanks, our problems and sorrows. The people we know who are ill, those that are homeless or struggling at this time. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have given us. And as we come to Christmas, we thank you for your Son, Jesus. Through him we have salvation and the hope of a new life in you. We thank you for all the good things that we have in our lives our world, your creation, our families and friends and communities, for all the people who do their utmost at this time of COVID-19 to help those around them, those in hospital needing care and attention those in the supermarkets, the delivery drivers and all the ambulance police and emergency workers. Please, Lord, look after them and keep them safe. Lord, we have all got problems at this time. Some may seem insurmountable but knowing that you are there with us, helping us, being by our side and sharing them with you, I feel, does help. We pray, Lord, that you will be with all those who have what they think of as insurmountable problems, not knowing where their future lies, maybe jobless, homeless especially the refugees, those living in tents. I think, Lord, at this time that must be awful. And we do bring them all to you, Lord, and give thanks for those who look after them. Lord, we bring to you all those who are ill, whether at home or in hospital, whether they are suffering from this virus or through other illnesses and disease. We place them in your loving hands and pray, Lord, that through your healing touch and the wisdom and knowledge you give to those looking after them, they may be healed. And we pray, Lord, for families at this time, those especially who've lost a loved one, and our mourning and are sorrowful. Lord be with those who are travelling this Christmas time to see family, keep them safe and keep them free from Covid and the infection that is rife at the moment. We pray Lord for all the school children as they are now at home for the holiday and we Thank you Lord for the teachers and the staff and we pray that they will have a relaxing and refreshing time over the Christmas holiday. Dear Lord, please hear our prayers and comfort those in need this Christmas time. May we all feel and know your presence and your love as we celebrate the birth of your Son our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our final hymn, I cannot tell why he whom angels worship, which goes on with the triumphant phrase, But this I know, that he was born of Mary. May God the Father, who loved the world so much that he sent his only Son, give you grace to prepare for eternal life. Amen. May God the Son, who comes to us as Redeemer and Judge, reveal to you the path from darkness to light. Amen. And may God the Holy Spirit, by whose working the Virgin Mary conceived the Christ, help you to bear the fruits of holiness. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.